Hello, welcome everybody to Peculiar Bearings. My name is Matt. And I'm Celine. Thanks for joining us. And uh, this is where we eat weird things and talk about weird stories. Yeah, I mean, we talk about everything from true crime to ghost stories to conspiracy theories and cryptids and anything in between. History and uh, weird people and all sorts of stuff. Just good stories. Just the good stuff, really. Yeah. Just the good stuff. So, Matt, what do we have for food and drink today? Well, if I'm not mistaken, your story this week was uh, regarding a place in Minnesota. Uh, yes. That's where I am from and most often live. So I thought that something along the lines of that would be reasonable, would be appropriate. And so for the fair. treat, yeah, for the treat, uh, a thing that always seems to be common amongst family gatherings is, is really any kind of like roll up thing in the Midwest. I know something that our family tends to make is um, the like ham, pickle, and cream cheese roll-up things. So you like put cream cheese, take a a spear of a pickle and roll it all up. I have personally never really gotten into those. I love pickles. I love ham and I love cream cheese. The, The combo together to me is not great. Um, it's kind of one of those ones I'm like I like it but I don't love it yeah it's it's like if they're brought out first I will dive into them but if there is just about anything else available I (laughs) I will eat that too it's like when somebody brings donuts to work or to any function Um, and, and people always claim to like you know filled donuts like with cream or yeah custard or whatever uh I like it with jelly Yeah, but whenever someone brings in, like, a mixed box of donuts, the ones that are always left are, like, the cream-filled ones or the cinnamon Mm. rolls. People pretty much always go for, like, the chocolate donuts, the raised-glazed thing, you know? And so that's how I feel like the the pickle ham things are. It's like, yeah, Uh, we'll have them, but... We'll have them, but if if I got other options... Exactly. I might put, like, one on my plate if it's, like, a potluck. For sure, yeah. Just, like, try everything. You want something fresh, and you're like, ooh, this is healthy. And it's like, oh, right, it's ham and cream cheese, too. It's cream cheese. Heavily salted brined pickles. No, I'm really eating healthy. It's a cucumber. Yeah, it's it's really good for Like, it's it's cucumber. It's great. Yeah, next to the mashed potatoes with a bunch of cream and salt and really (laughs) moist turkey and really salty gravy and stuff. No, yeah, yeah. I need that one thing that's, that's really healthy. At least we season our food. Yeah, yeah. We could be worse. Exactly. It, but in the spirit of those roll-up sort of treats, I went with a fairly common hors d'oeuvre, and I, it seems like it's been getting more popular in recent years, but it's very basic. So. Yeah, just uh, little Smokies wrapped in bacon and then uh, doused in brown sugar. I should say I actually didn't think about it until just today when Lily told me. I was like, I thought of the drink first. And oh, okay. Then- and then these, and I'm like, oh my God, those are simple. They're quick to make and they taste great. And they feel very note, Minnesotan to me. Oh, absolutely. Just a lot of fat and meat. And again, the roll up factor. Yeah. I also learned that you can't put too much brown sugar on them because I oh. definitely put too much and they came out fine. So I think they're, they're all right. The drink, on the other hand, I'm not sure I'm a fan of because I love grapefruit. But I don't particularly mm-hmm. like vodka. Um, but it is known as the Salty Duck. And it is from a Minnesota company called Grey Duck. 
And that is in the spirit of the weird Midwestern tradition of apparently everyone else in the world says duck, duck, goose. And we dumb Midwesterners all say duck, duck, gray duck. It's and, true. It's yeah, very true. It's, you grow up saying it. And, and in fact, hearing other think... people say duck, duck, goose is very upsetting and off-putting. And you're like, <laughs> what is this goose thing? The first time I had someone say duck, duck, gray duck to me, I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I was yeah, probably it's... like six and I was like, excuse you, no. And we will vehemently defend that, at least up through like high school, until you finally come to a maturity level of realizing, you know. You're the only ones is... not doing it. Not only are we the only ones, but we're, we're you finally realize, wow, that it's. It's not just a traditional thing. Like, it's really dumb. It's just, it's, <laughs> it, there's a name for that bird. And we oddly decide to call it gray duck. And you're just like, why, why would we cling to this so strongly? To the point, we even had a Viking on the football team who would do that as his end zone celebration dance. He would get, no way. Of, yeah, he would get a group of his players together. I'm looking I this think, up. Oh, it's awesome. You got to check it out. I think even opposing team members, if they're nearby, he'll get a group of guys to sit in a circle and he will quickly run around them and tap someone and then run. And they do the whole thing and they they do it as quickly as possible. But everybody was up in arms when in an interview, he called it Duck Duck Goose. And of course, the Minnesotans were like, you son of a bitch, it's great. Everything about that is so beautiful and I love it. Yeah, but it's, yeah, aside from, well, and then even like the give and take between him and the fans, it was, even that was kind of in good take yeah. or, uh, yeah, like he, everyone was sort of poking fun at each other and he's like, I forgot, I'm in Minnesota, I should have called it Grey Duck, but uh, yeah, yeah, so in celebration of that uh, dumbness, I thought we would sol- celebrate with a salty duck. Yeah, and I think it's very fitting as far as like Minnesota goes, just because I know this is probably going to be like a controversial thing for me to say for all the Minnesotans out there is everyone always, I mean, at least a lot of people associate mallards with the movie Fargo. So then they think Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, like the whole movie, her husband is working on getting that stamp with his duck, the mallard. Yeah. And it's like for a movie that is so dark, it's like one of those things you're like, that is just so precious. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's so it's such an odd little layer to put in that movie where you realize the whole time his his entire story in that film is trying to get that stamp. And he doesn't even seem to acknowledge that she has just gone through this horrifying experience while pregnant. I know she's like so pregnant the whole time. And she has the wherewithal to still support him in his dream of getting on that stamp. And uh, it's just, it is sort of a quintessential Midwestern story. I I really enjoy it. And I know not everyone does. So it's pretty great. It's a, it's, I think it's a good story, but I always think of that with like mallards. I'm like, oh, the stamp. Oh, absolutely. On On another side note, like bird related. The classic sort of uh, uh, Mighty Ducks thing. Yeah, wasn't that in Minnesota? Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a famous diner in St. Paul 
where they filmed it and they still talk about it. Like, have you seen us in Mighty Ducks? But at the end of Mighty Ducks, if I'm not mistaken, they show a V of birds flying on the screen and they have the sound of quacks as though this, this flock of ducks is just, you know, charging through the air like they would on the, on the ice. Um, but the, That's kind of uh, cute. Yeah, isn't it? Except that they're geese. Otherwise known <laughs> as prey ducks. And they don't really quack quite like that. No, they honk. And as we know, I mm-hmm. feel that geese are the spawns of Satan. So oh, yeah. And they're taken over. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. I I avoid them at the office. I'll like walk around to another entrance if I have to, because mm-hmm. I like do not want to get close to them. I have had one of those geese specifically like charge at me. Oh my god! And I was ready to like punt this goose. Oh yeah, they can they can be vicious. They're very, very aggressive. And I'm yeah. like I'm not a fan, so I probably would not have felt bad just because like I'm just trying to do my job. Mm-hmm. I do not need a goose coming at me. Yeah, and it's a strange sort of irony that they feel you're invading their territory. And it's like, no, this bu- we built this building. You're on our place. Here. Yeah, you're attacking me in my place of work. And uh, I will defend myself if I need to get to the office. Seriously, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what is our story this being week? Said, yeah. We are talking about the Palmer House in Minnesota, not yeah. Chicago. There's <laughs> yeah, when you, just to when be you, like clear I made that on mistake that too. Yeah. Googles, they're like, oh, it's Chicago. No, I'm talking about the one in Minnesota. My sources for today's episode are care11.com, thepalmerhousehotel.com, travelchannel.com, oh, wow. and minnesotacbslocal.com. The Travel Channel is the one that surprised me. Like all the other ones, like, oh yeah, care 11 CBS, uh, Minnesota, that's, yeah. Minnesota I'm like, South. wow, we, we got to the Travel Channel. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Gotta let your Minnesotan come out this Oh, episode. yeah, when you're, when you're eating a kind of roll-up sort of hors d'oeuvre and uh, drinking some grapefruit juice, you gotta, you gotta really let it get thick. Oh, yeah. I don't think I can get mine that thick, but we'll see as we progress. Yeah, by the end of the podcast, you'll be... Uh, You'll be I'll be so Minnesotan. Oh, yeah. My mom would be so proud. <laughs> God, she loves <laughs> So the Palmer House is located in Sauk Center, Minnesota, which is about an hour and a half northwest of Minneapolis. Beautiful. To give those non-Minnesotans an idea, it's pretty close to St. Cloud. I want to say St. Cloud's like maybe a half hour away from it. Yeah, that sounds about, yeah, because I think St. Cloud's generally considered like an hour from the Twin Cities. Yeah. The location of the Palmer House is on the site of the old Sock Center House, which was built in 1863. Wow. I know, so long ago. So <laughs> It's so old. It's old as fuck. 1863. I know. It so is was, it the same house? It is like and it different... is oh, Okay. The Old Talk House was the town's first hotel, and it burnt to the ground on June 26th of 1900. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll get there pretty quick. That answers that question. Real quick. 
Yeah, like, hey, could we you got there real fast. Yeah. I'm going to tell you all the details, you dumb bastard. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, no. no, yeah, it's not the I same. I love place. your banter. We, okay. We'll get there. It just, <laughs> it might be immediate. It might be like 10, 20 minutes from now. Perfect. Perfect. So the Palmer house was built in its place and used a lot of the same like substructure. So I want to say a lot mm. of like the same foundation and some of those right yeah. old bones that they didn't have to put in new pipes or anything. They're just like yeah. It was said that no one died in the fire, <laughs> but that is like kind of vague. <laughs> Like, I heard quite a few different things while researching this. I was like, okay, so nobody, like, really knows? I don't mean to get racist or, like, go a racial route right away, but the, I, I kind of read that as, like, no white people died. So that's the only number we're going to record. That, honestly, like, that would not surprise me, just given I, the time period. Right, yeah. No, there were, there were some servants in there and a, and a package boy, but we don't count them. Oh, no. Thanks. No, Thanks, God 18. Yeah. Thanks, 1800s, 2020. Oh, I mean. <laughs> not wrong. Yeah, we're still working on it. Oh, Amer- for anyone who does not think America is racist, just read a book. Read a history book. <laughs> just read any book. But a lot of people said that they were happy that the building burns down. Oh, boy. Because... This sounds like the most Minnesotan thing to me is that they didn't want the brothel around anymore because it was used as a brothel. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, no, we just didn't really need that anymore. So, yeah, you know, they, it's, it's you, fine. And there's some grandma that comes walking up. Oh, gosh, did that just, is that building on fire? Oh, I, I wonder who did that? As she smirks to herself. <laughs> I like, hope, yeah, boy, ooh, I, hope. I wonder. And you're like, it was you. It's yeah, and she's got a little glint in her eye. He's like, those whores are gone now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that mm-hmm. that was the vibe I got. I'm like, oh, and she, okay. And she immediately went to the press and said, oh, there was no one in the house. No. Oh, probably. No, no humans. Story. Just dirty whores. But they're <laughs> all in hell now. So, you know, gosh, bye. <laughs> Just fades into the darkness. She just like fades into the dark alley. Exactly. <laughs> like Jack the Ripper, oh, except an old sock center. Except an old, an old woman. Yeah. Yeah. Then in 1901, Ralph L. Palmer and Christina, so not Christina, Christina. Oh, I thought that Palmer. was names. Oh, okay. No, so Ralph and Christina, his wife, bought... They bought the land and built the Palmer House Hotel. And they thought of it as the town's like first class hotel. And they were quoted to say, now at least the town can have a first class hotel. And like, oh, we're bringing the town into like this era of like class and like bouginess. Oh, the whores are really good in this one. (laughs) And we're going to bring you the best whores you've ever seen. That is not why people came to the hotel. A lot of people came to it because it was the first building in Sock Center with electricity and indoor plumbing. Okay, yeah. Pretty big in 1901. Absolutely. Well, that's like in the 50s when people would go to the movies just to have air conditioning. 
They're like, oh, yeah. it's 110 degrees outside. We're going to the movies. Oh, not grandma's house. Grandma had air conditioning. <laughs> you got, you're damn right she did. That's what happens when you marry a man who knows refrigeration. Yep. Shout out to Ditterink there. Woot, woot. Woot. So, and a lot of people were drawn to the hotel because it, you know, it's shiny, it's new, it's got like this up and coming architecture, which the outside of it, looking at photos, it kind of reminds me of the Cecil Hotel a little bit. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a little older, got some of like the fire escapes like on the outside. It's a red brick building. For just a second, I thought you said drowned in the hotel, not drawn to. And you like <gasps> yada yada real fast. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, so they were drowned in the hotel because of like poor pipes and just real weird shit. And I'm like, what? Drawn to the hotel. Gotcha. Yeah, it was shiny and new. Because people like new things. Oh boy, Midwesterners sure do love that stuff. You hear they got plumbing? Oh boy, I'm gonna go take a pool. Woohoo! The Palmer family lived in the hotel with their two children, Hazel and Carlisle. And Christina's mother and brother also worked at the hotel. Also with George Brandner. Don't know who that is. Could not find anything on him. I was like, okay, so just some random dude. Okay. okay. He sounds like an outsider. Don't know who this George man is, but all right. Got a regular first name and a weird last name. That's not how we do it in Sock Center. Your first name's supposed to be weird. My name's Christena. Yeah, I, I tried to see if I could find something on him. And I just kept finding this psychiatrist who was born in like, 1945 and I'm like well this was 1901 so he definitely isn't that dude unless he's like immortal and he does that thing where he passes himself off as his own son and he's like well I'm the third yeah no we have the same name and and he's just like wringing his hands oh he's yeah and he's in cahoots with the lady who burned down the the whorehouse oh yeah she fades into darkness and he fades into obscurity perfect you know Two peas in a pod, really. Yeah. Yeah. So the Palmer House was considered to be the crown jewel of Sock Center in central Minnesota. Not a shocker. No, it was used more regularly by traveling salesmen. Mm. Just like, that sounds about right. In the early 1900s, you got traveling salesmen like going door to door selling you watches or something. I was going to make a like, joke about it. That's a thing, like, right? <laughs> yeah, just like they ended up in Sock Center because it's on the freeway, but freeways well, didn't exist. So. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, you know, they, they were just there. During Prohibition, they would sell alcohol in their basement, and yeah. it has been rumored that they have some underground tunnels to transport stuff in and out of the basement. <laughs> yeah, now you're talking. They said they couldn't find any, but I'm like, really, though? Wink. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't find any, mm-hmm. wink, wink. There weren't 100-year-old bottles of whiskey down there or nothing. Nah, no, no way. No, not the good stuff. No. We would never do that. And then they say something like, sock it to me. Because of <laughs> it's like their code. Right, exactly. So this spot soon became a regular hot spot for the town. And it still like kind of is. It's still considered a cornerstone of the downtown area, and a lot of people use it as a gathering place. I mean, they do have a bar and, like, a pub, so not surprising. Right. 
The Nobel Prize winner Sinclair Lewis referred to the Palmer House as the Minnie Mashey House in his 1920 novel, Main Street. He also wrote some of his poems on the walls, which I oh, think wow. was in the basement when it was like a speakeasy. Yeah. The hotel received a very ambitious makeover in 1993, which... Oh, wow. For any of our paranormal believers, that's always believed as a time to like stir stuff up mm. in the house is when you renovate stuff. Oh yeah. We're gonna you, put a new you shift things pizza. around, they don't ghosts don't yeah. like it. You it's, moved my refrigerator from this corner to the other corner. I'm gonna start opening like cupboards it. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so they tried to stay true to the original idea that the Palmer family had but then added in modern amenities like jacuzzi tubs and each room having their own bathroom than like a more common shared space. Oh, wow. Boy, that guy who took a poo in the earlier 1900s is like, I get to my own poo hole now? (laughs) I know, he's like, woo! I'm a ghost, but I'm still pooping. Yeah. Yeah, they actually almost halved the number of rooms with this oh, renovation, wow. they went from 38 rooms to 19. Yeah, I, I can see that. I suppose if you're putting in that kind of amenity for every single room. Yeah. And you have to put those somewhere. Yeah, I feel like a lot of rooms in like the mid to late 1800s and early 1900s are like really small yeah. generally. So I feel like they kind of just expanded generally. Yeah, they're coming into the modern age. They're like, we got to put uh, a few a few more inches on each of these walls and a few yeah. more. Little, little things to improve the stay of everyone. Little things, like a toilet. Like a toilet. They do encourage everyone to not stay, like, hold up in their room when they visit. They're like, go, like, see the town. Don't you know where Hang you in are? the lobby, like, you're don't in stay Sox, in your room. You're in Sock Center. Come on! You gotta get out there! We're we're not St. Cloud! We're not- you gotta go see the farmland! Did you see the gas station down the street? Oh, oh man, they on. just put it in! Yeah! Jeepers! <laughs> go check out the, the, the John Deere dealership. Oh, yeah. Please spend money here. <laughs> they do say that they're- Rooms that have a view of the main street below are some of the best views of the hotel. So that's the room you want. Yeah. They do offer historic tours. None of them that I saw on their website like claim to be haunted tours. <laughs> but they're like, we do take you to like the basement as part of our tour, which for any haunted like hotel and building that's always like oh yeah the basement no one has ever returned that's like the the hotel colorado in glenwood springs part of their like hotel tour is in the basement oh just just the regular hotel tour it's like a haunted tour okay yeah and this is where old bertha lives that's our boiler you well, can hear I mean, moaning in the middle of the night. It did used to be a tuberculosis hospital, so. Oh, oh, God. We'll cover that another time. Was that before or after the whorehouse? Oh no, that's the the hotel. The Colorado, Colorado oh. the tuberculosis <laughs> okay. hospital. My the whorehouse, no. 
Like, ugh, those are two businesses you don't want to have together. A whorehouse and a tuberculosis wing. Oh, God, no. Jesus. It's As far as I know, once the old sock house burned down, it was not a brothel anymore. So no. it was then no longer a whorehouse. She but. won. She really won then. That old lady, she got She him. won. She, she won those, the battle. Yeah, she sent those whores to hell and she went to heaven. She was, Damn. wow. All right. The Lord's I, I, work. I might have missed something though. It it was still a hotel after that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was and, and it was a hotel remains. before. It's a hotel now. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It is considered to be one of the most haunted places in America, Ooh. which I feel like that is a claim you get a lot with places. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You're like, no, no, no. We're the most haunted over here. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. I, I feel like that's just go there, visit, let us know. Yeah. Let us know how haunted you felt it is. Buy some uh, some sock socks and uh, yep. yeah, enjoy yourself, you know. Yep. And if you see a ghost, snap a picture. Exactly. This location has been visited from paranormal investigators to casual ghost hunters to people who just want to see it for the charm. So has our favorite hobbit been there? Yes, he has. Yeah. Yes, he has. And Good I actually Zach have Baggins. written down about him yes. specifically. Come on, Baggins, let's do it. <laughs> Bilbo's great, 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 great grandson. One went on Zach a Baggins. Yeah, one went on a on a on a on a hunt for treasure with a dragon, and and his ill-begotten son went to Mount Doom, and good old Zach's going to Sock Center, Minnesota. I am just waiting for the day where he like apps us and is like, I'm not short. I'm this tall. Okay, Mr. Frodo. That's fine. Zach, let us know. Yeah. If you're listening, yeah. let us know. I'd love to know. I know I can Google it, but just it'd be better coming from you. If he ever asks us on anything, I will shit my pants and just. <laughs> but like I like, eat really? everything I said. I eat my yeah. pants. I'm done. I'll, yeah. Hi, Mr. Baggins. Can we please meet? Let's flip. I'll be on your show. Could go to his haunted hotel in Vegas. Or no, it's not a, it's a museum. Sorry, not a hotel, a museum. Yeah, it's like a tour thing. I've heard it's great. I on Amazon or something. It's on the Travel Channel. So on like their specific streaming platform, you can watch it. He has just regular Ghost Hunters episodes. And he also has um, his haunted objects which I've seen a few episodes of when it was on Hulu and it gave me the chills like every time. The the Dybbuk box episode is the one that got me the most because the guy that came and talked about it was like, you know what? Really weird at one point. And I'm like, oh, that's like something about <laughs> this is really off and I don't like it. Like he was like standing, staring at a pipe in the basement, like talking to himself, like standing, staring at a wall. Okay. I don't think you need a special object for that. He's, uh, <laughs> he's like, as, uh, as the Midwesterners might say, he's been touched. He's, uh, <laughs> that, boy, uh, that sounds so wrong. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. I think it's been touched by God or I don't know, maybe the devil. He's been oh, touched maybe. by some unseen hand that has made him talk to pipes. Yeah. Either way, I very much have enjoyed Zach's stuff. So I have yet to see this episode on the Palmer Hotel, but I also currently cannot just like buy the Travel Channel 
We're not what you would call successful podcasters. We're uh, we're fledgling. We don't have Zach Baggins money. We don't have Zach Baggins money. Yeah. Maybe maybe someday. I feel like that's a hard maybe, but if we get there, or if they are like, "Hey, we'll sponsor you," I I would I'd probably die from joy. But oh, I know. Look, I know I've I've made jokes at his expense. <laughs> if he ever asked us to do anything i'd be like i'm there let's do this i don't believe in ghosts but i want you to prove me wrong let's yeah, go he, with i feel like he's he's definitely the kind of person that like rolls with the punches so mm-hmm. without a doubt he's yeah. like he's like i got travel channel money bitch i don't give a shit what you say oh yeah probably he's like he's like whatever so Absolutely. we will get into zach and their some of the stuff that they did on this in not a ton of details, just again, since I haven't watched it, but right. they did go there and they do have an episode about it. Sweet. There are said to be several different ghosts that roam the halls of the hotel. And the current owner, Kelly Fress, says, she says she always says this to people. I always tell people that you don't hunt ghosts. You sit down and you ask whoever is willing to come and hang out with me, please do. I'd love to meet you and get to know you and your story. Yeah. So that's very cordial. Very kind. I'd say so. It feels very, it does feel very Minnesotan to me in the way that it's like, oh, like if you're going to come hang out with me, great. If you don't, that's fine. And yeah, I got some pie here. I'm going to, who, if I made coffee, who would have one? Yeah. Would anyone have a cup if I made some coffee? I got some instant stuff, but I'll make, I'll make a whole pot of regular if there's enough interest yeah see your hands yep. yeah yeah okay yep yeah okay all I'll, right i'll make the copy yeah i'll just make i'll just make no it's not a bother it's not a it's right here i got it you know yeah it's yeah right. ghosts okay yeah it is said that a lot of the ghosts are from different time periods so it's not <laughs> exclusive to like oh everyone that haunts here is from when the hotel went up in flames or right we have this specific group for the certain thing mm-hmm uh, phrase, uh, I mean, <laughs> who knows, so really? Right. Oddly but, enough, some of them died of tuberculosis from that other. Oh, honestly, that would not surprise me. Why are you haunting here? I just heard Sock Center was lovely, so I. I just heard this was great. Why do you talk like that? Oh, because I forgot to switch accents. <laughs> great, great stuff. Yeah, Frace has had a few encounters herself. She's owned the hotel for about 20 years so she's owned it and run it for a long enough time that like if something hadn't happened I feel like that would be more suspicious right you're yeah you're kind of cutting into your own brand if you're like yeah. no never seen nothing but you're kind of billed as a haunted one of the most haunted places in America you've yeah. never seen or heard a thing no you know I got it for a steal though yeah she did initially buy the Palmer house with the intention of selling it. But as she owned it, she ended up falling in love with the building and was like, no, I can't sell it now. Like I, this is my passion and this is what I was meant to do, which is amazing. Like, I feel like that's always a good way to like find what you're meant to do is that like, it just kind of happens versus like running into it all the time and be like, this must be it. Did you find anything out about where she's from? Like, is she is she from Sock Center? Or is she from somewhere I else? have no idea. I did not find anything <laughs> on it. And I was like, yeah, she owns it, whatever. All right, fine, screw it. 
Kelly's in charge. I was going to sell it to Mr. Baggins, but he never showed. So honestly, Zach would buy. Oh, I I'm sure Bilbo. he would buy it. Oh, well, different <laughs> Baggins. Yeah. That's ah, they're all hobbits. Screw it. <laughs> so from what Kelly has understood and read about the building, there have been no suspicious deaths. So no murders. Oh, oh, okay. And no like suspicious circumstances. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't find anything that explained what the fire was from. So. And what she's not saying is that although there haven't been any suspicious deaths, there have been a lot of regular deaths. There have been some interesting deaths, which we will get into. All right. Not, I don't have a ton of them, but there, there are some that you're like, oh. Cool. But from what I do understand, there are a lot of ghosts that come from having positive experiences and encounters from being at the hotel versus negative ones. Oh, of the helpful ghosts. Yeah, the little yeah. Casper ghosts. I brought you fresh towels. It's like <laughs> 2 a.m. and there's some ghosts just creeping in. They're just, Matt, Matt, oh, what? I brought you towels. Did I, did I ask for you? want turn down service. Is that code? Are you one of the horror ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> you don't have tuberculosis. Ah, screw it. She's a ghost. I'll do it. You're a ghost. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're going to need those towels. One of the many ghosts of the hotel are said to be children who just like run in the hallways. Oh, God. Even in death, they're assholes. Well, I think that's the thing that's always the creepiest is like when there's children ghosts. Oh, yeah. And you hear you the laughter. Hear, like, Yes, it's, it's the giggling that gets me and the laughter. Yeah. You're like, oh. And you try to chase them and you, you always just see like, like the, end, the edge of a, of a heel of a shoe just as it turns a corner. And then you just hear <laughs> that laughter that like fades. Yeah, it fades into the darkness. And then you're like, oh, hello. And then it's suddenly behind you. Yeah. There's also a ghost cat who jumps on the bed. Oh, <laughs> I'm always a fan of animal aspirations just because I feel like they're, it's like very cute. I'd love a goat cat. Yeah. Goat. <laughs> a goat cat. Me- it looks no. like a cat, but it just goes, bah, bah. <laughs> meow. Oh. It does that kneading oh. thing on you, but it goes like through your chest because it's a Ooh. ghost. And you're like, oh God, yeah. it's massaging like, my heart. Oh. It's massaging my insides. Oh, you could feel the purring from inside your own chest cavity. Oh, that no, I yeah, kind of turning on the kind of turning on the cat ghost idea. Yeah. Does it predict when other people are going to die? I don't think so. He's just hanging out, doing his thing. That's cool. Ghost. There are yeah, there are some rumors that the people who died in the original building are from the fire. Mm. But again, that can be neither confirmed nor denied. Right. We can't get an interview with the ghost. We do know that room 11 is one of the most haunted rooms in the hotel. I could not find anything as far as the specific activity in that hotel room. But... There's a lot of different activities, so it could be that it's just a room that is more active over others. 
Right. It's like the ghosts teachers lounge. They all just sort of yeah. when they're done doing their normal hauntings, they all just chill in room 11 and they're like, hey, the ghost cat's here. And that could be it, really. The kids play. What are they? The kids play, you know, they're tired, they're sleeping. <laughs> How did everyone do today? We're just like checking in. I made an old man shit his pants, although he's incontinent, so I'm not sure it was me or. So, you know, I tried. Yeah, you got, you know, when you're a ghost living in Sock Center, you're like, eh, you gotta, you gotta keep busy. Yeah. During the Ghost Adventures investigation, they did capture a good amount of EVPs, electronic voice phenomenon, mm. which they do have some on their website. I'm going to pull up what some of those say. I haven't listened to them. But they do have a few that are like very specific. So this one I feel like is not surprising. One of like the more common or I guess more prevalent EVPs that they have heard is someone saying, want you whore. It was a brothel, so I don't think we should be surprised. I, I thought it was going to be something along the lines of hello. Or no, a lot Man, of, even a lot those of investigators ghosts, that's all they want. will rule out stuff that are like one word, uh-huh. depending on what sort of thing they're using. Yep. Because there's the one where it goes through the radio channels, and I can't remember which one it is, but it has to be more than one word. Because, the spirit box. Yeah, the spirit oh, box. Yeah. Because when it does go through like so many channels, sometimes you do pick up a word or two. Mm-hmm. So it has to be more than one word. Otherwise, they're yeah. like, you know, like we can't really say if it is or isn't. Mm-hmm. Another one is you little boy. That sounds kind of like the same sentence, just misinterpreted. <laughs> you whore. Want you whore, you little boy. There's also one that says, do you like me? Aww. It's kind of a full conversation. Just like through time and across decades. Yeah, it's, it's kind of an interesting one. But Hey, you little boy, do you want me, you whore? Yeah, so they do have those on their website, so you can check. And they do have a few links to YouTube videos where you can listen to some of those EVPs from different investigations and all of that. Wow. I'm like, dang, they have this like super available and I'm for it. While the Ghost Adventures team was there, one of the things they did do during their investigation was dig under the stairs in the basement. They were digging for bones more specifically. Oh my God. Which is because at one time they had a psychic visiting the hotel, like just happened to be staying there. And she mentioned that there were bones under the stairs. She's just checking out. Yeah, and I had a couple bottles from the mini fridge. By the way, there are bones (laughs) in the basement. So yeah, on my my American Express. Thank you. Yeah. Kelly, I believe it was Kelly. She did check it out at one point and found bones under the stairs, (gasps) put them in a box for safekeeping so that she could then go and like tell her husband like, hey, I found this under the stairs, like come look at it. 
And by the time she went upstairs and talked to him and then came back down, the box was gone. So Mm. I don't know if they were like looking to relocate the bones or (laughs) like they had then been like put back into the ground. I don't know if they found anything. I didn't see anything on it. So I'm assuming no. Quite a story. Quite a story. That yeah. Has absolutely no way to be substantiated. There's no way to really know. That's great. But it is interesting. <clears throat> That's a perfect story. And the box That's... was gone. During the Ghost Adventures team's time at the Palmer House, they did find looking through different histories of the town that there was a man who hung himself in the bar. By jumping off of one of the pool tables. Holy crap. Which suicide isn't suspicious, so it's not like that could be considered a suspicious death. Oh, right. No, people never get hunged by other people. I know. I don't believe he was someone that worked there. Okay. I I don't know. There was nothing that said he did or didn't. It was just a man there. Yeah. Everybody's but flocking to the sock. They are. So now I've I've got a little more specifics on some of the activity and yes. some of the ghosts that people do see. I'm excited. Our number one spot is the little boy. Yes. As from our EVP, if people are talking about the little boy, like that kind of makes some sense. He's usually seen by kids. Oh, because he wants to play. Which he just wants to he's play. he's usually seen like sitting on the stairs and kids will be like, Oh, who's that like little boy over there? Like he's by himself. They're like, There's nobody there. <laughs> There's nobody there. But it is it is recorded that a little boy died from the flu in the early 1900s at the Palmer House. Oh, and now he's stuck in Sock Center. I Ugh. know forever with a bunch of whores, which is kind of it's kind of sad. The poor little boy. Yeah, and he he's just wants a friend. Yeah, he does. A lot of people have reported seeing Sinclair Lewis in the hotel. Oh, wow. Which I feel like when it comes to famous people, like you can see them like a little more often and because they're more recognizable, it happens. Well, and for the era, I mean, shit. Well, well done, Sox Energy. That's a hell of a get for a ghost. And I mean, he did visit regularly and he wrote one of his novels about with like the location based at the Palmer House. So I don't think that's like too far fetched. No. Good on you, Sinclair. Yeah. I just like it here. The previous owners have had electric knives turn on on their own, <laughs> which is like really concerning. That's oddly specific. Not electronics, not, uh, not, not kitchenware. Electric knives specifically. They're in the they drawer. Like on the table and they start like going and vibrating. So I imagine they're just like zzz, like across the table slowly. And they're like, I turned this off. Honey, what is that vibrating under the table over there? It's the night. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Whores. It's, it's, the night. <laughs> it's 
I think that's pretty concerning because if you got a knife, oh, I definitely, like, yeah, going I definitely around, like, yeah, I definitely wouldn't like the idea of an electric knife mm-hmm. just turning on and off by itself. Although, then again, maybe don't leave your electric knives uh, knives out. Put them away. Yeah, keep keep those in a safe place. Yeah, a lot of people hear children in the hallways, which we've talked about. So. Mm-hmm. Owners have experienced it. Guests have experienced it. I don't know if any of the investigators experienced it. The answer is no. <laughs> Probably not. Or if they did, they just stopped recording. They, oh, they, we, you know, oh, we, we packed everything. We packed everything up for the night. Oh, yeah. Shucks. Next time, guys. I do have some guest experiences that I'm going to share. One of them being a photo that I am going to pull up for you right now. So they had someone who was a photographer visiting where they were standing on the steps. So you can see like the photographers on the left side in the mirror. Who looks creepy in their own right. Like they look like a mannequin. (laughs) It looks like really creepy. Like this, this is a pretty creepy looking photo. It's very dark. Yeah. But there is this figure back here in the window. And yes. Y- yeah, it's kind of looks like it could be like a clock behind the thing, behind the curtain or something. Oh, behind well, it's a window. Right, but there's a curtain so, there. I mean, like maybe like yeah. the windowsill. There could be a little clock on the windowsill behind the house. As as far as I know, there is not. And they're like, there's nothing behind the curtain and there's nothing like in the window right so that's a little weird but i feel like it's also hard to definitively say if you don't know what floor the photo was taken on because i i don't know so i can't say it's not like a bush outside on the first floor but if you are on the second floor and there's nothing there that is kind of creepy (laughs) Which that is what they are saying that they experienced is that there was nothing there. So they're like, oh, we don't it like does that. Look, it does look oddly backlit. Like there's a light behind it. Does. it. So, I mean, maybe they are at street level and it's like a street lamp or something. It could be. A lot of people have had their furniture rearrange itself. So they'll like check in in the rooms one way and then like they'll leave and come back and a chair will be like on the other side of the room. <laughs> Or like tables will move just enough that you're like, oh, I thought this table was like closer to the bed. (laughs) And then like the staff will go in and they're like, why did this move? Like this is not supposed to be like a foot to the left. Those are the okay. And they'll like put it back. Those are the dumbest ghosts. (laughs) Like he he he. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna push your ottoman a foot this way. Oh yeah. I moved your underwear drawer to the top. Ha! Ah. I replaced it with the sock. Yeah, Don't worry, I didn't touch them. I just, you know, I know people can be weird about that. I just switched I the just actual drawers. The drawers. They both, <laughs> but I did it. It was me. I'm a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Although this that would be pretty up, funny. This does bring up my favorite ghost story of all time. Um, I heard it on the amazing My Favorite Murder podcast, where um, a woman was being not really terrorized, but just kind of inconvenienced by a ghost for like 10 years. And it would do that exact sort of thing of just 
moving like she'd, she'd go out shopping or something she would come back and all the furniture would be moved like an inch away from the wall or it would be <laughs> yeah just kind of shifted slightly that's pretty funny and then things started getting a bit more uh creepy where she would put all the groceries away she would go back out to the car to whatever lock the doors i don't know they didn't have keyless entry then and uh she comes back up and a bunch of the groceries are back on the kitchen table or something. Apparently, years later, uh, her and her, her then husband had kids and the daughter was like, hey, um, what about that ghost you guys had when you were in college? And the dad looks at her like, what are you talking about? And he's like, or she said, you, you know, the, the one that mom's always talking about, that ghost that you guys lived and you got out of that apartment. Cause, and he's like, oh, honey, that was me. I was fucking with your mom. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? She's like, oh yeah, it was a lot of work. Why me? I had to wait until she went. This is funny shit. Yeah, no, because he was wait. He apparently, as the story goes, he would like get up in like early in the morning and and get up late at night to do all these things. And like he would come home sometimes while she was at work, and he would rearrange shit. They would even go on vacation, and he would give his keys to his friends and have them. Oh do my god! They got back. And he's like, so funny. I was waiting for her to bring it up and like say something about it. And she never did. So I just had to keep going. And he's like, or he's like, I was waiting for her to like bring in a, a sage burning thing to quote, get rid of the ghosts. And, uh, and she never did. So he did that as long as oh they Oh my were. God. Oh, and wow. It uses me to know it. Cause I mean, the commitment, I mean, my God. Yeah. Wow. Applaud. Applauding you, sir. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's just, it's impressive. And I'm just saying, I say all that because this ghost sounds very similar. Yeah. They will have TVs turn on in unoccupied rooms. So like you'll be in like the bathroom and the yeah, TV yeah. will turn on as you're not like in the room. Or, like, the TV in the room next to you will turn on, and then, like, staff will come in later, and they're like, why is the TV on? Like, that's so weird. I've had that happen myself. Visuals. Yeah. There is always the hallmark ghost haunting of sudden drops in temperature. Ooh, yeah. They will have people, like, come in just, like, bundled up in, like, coats. Like, they'll come down from, like, the room, and they're just, like, in so many layers and they're like I feel like I look so stupid because it's the middle of the summer but my room is so cold ma'am I don't need to be rude but you do look stupid you look really <laughs> stupid it's it's 100 degrees out what are you doing no it's like a pee spot in a pool except in reverse you're like you're just enjoying <laughs> yourself like in the pool and you're like yeah you're like why is it suspiciously warm in this part of the pool ew except it's like ghosts going through your room and then it's cold and you're like, like why is it so cold yeah uh, oh ooh, god is that a ghost did, they, did a ghost pee in my room <laughs> now i have to put oh on god. candies and that's actually why the temperature dropped that would actually be really funny right and it well and it doesn't or they farted maybe i don't know because it doesn't just like they don't just like pee on the carpet and the carpet gets cold. Their pee kind of floats through the air and it spreads through the whole room and it gets cold. Yeah. Science. It's, it's one of those things that sometimes it just happens and you're like, there's no explanation for it, which 
I will say is one thing I do like admire about ghost adventures is that they'll sit there and be like, okay, like, is there an actual reasonable explanation as to like why this is happening right here? Like, is there an air vent like right above mm-hmm. us that we maybe mm-hmm. aren't paying attention to and little things like that. I'm like, I appreciate that you're not just like, oh, it's a ghost every time you're like, okay, can this be explained? Yeah. I mean, you got to try to, uh, bring the the logic into it yeah for sure i i do i do like i enjoy shows more almost when they are just that sort of crazy fanatical kind of like oh my god it's a ghost and they just get freaked out that's like uh watching i don't know if you've ever watched um yeah oh my god i love ryan and shane together because ryan is such a believer and shane is such a skeptic so like every little noise it's a ghost it's this right they They bring come and get every yeah they bring every possible demographic into that show because ryan is such a believer and shane is to the point of being annoyingly nonchalant like when he's because I consider myself to be an absolute non-believer. I'd put myself in the Shaniac category. I don't believe in ghosts, but I do. I'm still definitely not. more of like a Vigara. Oh yeah, but not to that degree. A Bugara. No, well, and Bugara. I am still. I am unsettled in the dark. I don't want to be in a place with all the lights off, and um. Yeah. So it's really annoying when Shane or yeah when Shane is just walking around like, come and get me ghosts. And I'm like, it would still be creepy if you're in the Manchester house by yourself with all the lights off and shit. Like, it's still creaking and the, and the, the walls are all weird and there's stairs leading to nowhere. I'm like, it's even for a person like me watching that, it's like, how, how are you completely unaffected by this scenario? Although then you have Ryan who sometimes loses his mind to the point of literally just screaming nonsense into the buildings and my yeah, favorite which and, like in some ways I can appreciate because I'm like I love that he's not afraid to like be openly scared about stuff right but sometimes I'm like you need to like calm down yeah, yeah he <laughs> knows he knows he's gonna lose his shit and he's like this is what the fans want I'll go in and do it anyway but I yeah. love when they they film like the person who isn't in the building, whatever, and they're doing their like their FaceTime thing and they're talking about it. And Shane's outside, like, he's probably losing his mind in there right now. And then they have to pause <laughs> because you can hear on their audio outside the building <laughs> that Ryan is yelling stuff at the top of his lungs. And Shane will stop and actually look back, <sighs> see his flashlight, like just running through the building. And Shane's just like, Oh yeah, he's not in a good place right now. <laughs> he's not okay. He's not okay. I will say their episode with their coworker Sarah when they investigated her house. Oh yeah. Is the creepiest one I've seen. It was pretty good. Just do- just because of a lot of the interactions they had, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. that is vomitous. Did you oh. did you follow them to their new channel? Uh, I haven't followed them to their new channel yet. Well, for but I plan who, to. Yeah, for anyone who is a fan, and that you know, they obviously had a deal with BuzzFeed. Like they, they ended up doing their last season of uh, Unsolved, both the the crime and supernatural stuff. Yeah. They have officially announced their new ghost hunting adventure series on their new channel, and I'm like, oh, thank God! I really thought somehow their 
like BuzzFeed contract would completely prevent them from doing any of that. And it's just, it's what they do best. I mean, they're just so entertaining when they do it. And I can't wait. I hope they go to the Palmer house just because I feel like that would be really funny. Oh, absolutely. So Shane, Ryan, here's an idea for you. (laughs) Should you ever hear this or anyone suggest this to them, go to the Palmer house. We'll go with you. There are some crazy stories about this place. Like, yeah, there's one where an, an older couple came in for lunch and one of them was talking about how her grandfather was visiting the hotel, fell down the first flight of stairs and oh died. Jesus, what the hell? And some people believe his ghost to be one that they, they call Clarence. Ugh. So... Like, oh, that's just a casual lunch conversation. Just like, oh, yeah, like my grandfather went to this hotel and he died here. He thought he saw a boy on the stairs and tried to avoid him. And then, oh, no, 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 boom, fell down and took him down. Now he's a ghost. Yeah. Some people will hear their name being called by a woman's voice, (laughs) which some people are like, oh, yeah, I was sitting with my friend and we were like, talking to each other and then heard one of our names being called and we're like uh hello who who is that just a weird disembodied voice she's also wished people happy birthday so oh that's not all bad your sweetie here's a here's a caramel for you well happy i heard it's your birthday oh yeah yeah oh she's such a sweet girl yeah some people have also said that they felt someone lay on top of them when they've Ew. gone to like lie down in the bed, which oh my god, I'm I'm not a fan of. I am very selective about being laid on top of anyway. <laughs> I think a lot of people are. <laughs> I think, a lot I think of people that's okay. Don't lay on like on top of me. <laughs> I request it very rarely when like my back feels funny, and I'm like, I just need someone to like. I need a Lay little on bit of, top of yeah, me. I need a little <laughs> bit of pressure to kind yeah. of compress this nerve and just oh yeah, just relieve all that. Just <laughs> get that some... good like pop in there. Well, okay, so it's a ghost chiropractor. I got it. Um, I mean, for in this instance, I don't know, but if that's the case, like hey, whatever. Just like the grandma wishing you happy birthday, except you know they sneak into your room again at two a.m. They're like, carry a lot of pressure. <laughs> and the chiropractor's on the other. <laughs> Hearing a lot of tension in your lower back. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna lay my entire body weight on top of you. By the way, I'm also here. It's okay. <laughs> oh, that, that one, I'm like, if I had a ghost just like randomly wishing me happy birthday, I'd be like, um, why though? You're just in your room by yourself. Happy, happy birthday. What, 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 what? Who? Who said that? Do you need more towels? Are you the same ghost? Maybe. Would you like to talk about your yeah. car's extended warranty? <laughs> we saw you're no longer covered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, outside of the voices, people will have their electronics lose battery very quickly. And some people report this with specifically going for ghost hunting. They'll like bring a new pack of batteries, oh. plug it into something, and then they're like, and it died in five minutes. Wow. 
that sucks. Cool. But that's actually very common. So like with different ghost hunting, they bring a lot of like batteries and stuff with them because they expect this to happen. They literally suck the energy out of it. They do. I know. (laughs) There has been a report of someone having their legs slapped while they slept. Stop that. They had like their legs sticking out of the cover and someone just like came in and was like, no, put that away. Well, if you're going to sleep with your legs out of the covers, that's what you're asking for. I mean, we have them for a reason. And and then they're like, was that the chiropractor? No, I'm at your shoulders. Was that the old lady? Fuck. No, but here's a caramel. Was that the helpful ghost who bring towels? Yes. Why? You're supposed to bring me towels. That's what. Put your fucking knees back first. God damn it, Owl! Okay. You're gonna get your cold. Yes. This is for your own good. This is Sock Center in December. It's fucking <laughs> cold. Put your legs back in there. And some people have had people come and knock on their doors, and then when they go to answer, like, there's no one there and, like, no one in the hallway. And I'm, like, I'm sorry. That's just the shittiest ghost story of all time. <laughs> like, are you sure? I'm just, this I'm not, not even going to answer this. This is a game. ghost and not someone just, like, this it's is just really a, so funny. It's Ding Dong Ditch. Some asshole kid who's, like, bored as fuck. Dad yeah. brought us to Sock Center for Christmas break, and it sucks, so... I hate it here. I fucking hate it. There's three feet of snow out. There's no hills. It's the flattest part of the fucking... I really should stop ripping on Sock Center. I don't know anything about it. I don't either, so I feel like I can't say a whole lot about it. I've driven past it a number of times. I've seen it on a sign. I'm sure it's fine. (laughs) I don't think It's probably just a fine place, and we're just giving it a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. Stop talking about our town piece of shit why don't you come to our fucking hotel and you'll see what's we'll slap your legs (laughs) it is said that room 18 smells like cigars which that's a very distinct smell so yeah it is yeah i feel like if you go in and it doesn't smell like cigars and then it starts smelling like cigars you're like oh that yes you know that's the yeah if you show up and it just smells like that you're like "Eh, all right whatever that's just been here for for decades but that i have to admit is is the real key if you get there and it smells fine and then like in the middle of the night it just suddenly smells like cigars i i will say i have i don't think someone would buy this just for a cigar scented candle but i've had i have this coffee candle Mm -hmm. if i don't have the lid on it i start smelling it in the middle of the night and it wakes me up because i'm like oh yeah So I like have to cover it at night because otherwise I like wake myself up being like, I don't remember making coffee. Yeah, that would be I'm like kind of excited because it's coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Not like who's making coffee or is my apartment burning down or something like I'm like, oh hell yeah, coffee. Time to start my day. I don't care that it's 3 a.m. and some ghost is giving me chiropractic work. I don't think anyone would buy a candle that smells like cigars, but I can say if there is something that like is scented, there there will be times where like you d- normally don't notice it, but then you do yeah. notice it, and you're like, ooh, oh yeah, what is that? That's uh, that's really waking up waking me up right. That I like that. Yeah, I do have to admit, so far I'm a little disappointed with these ghosts. I like I want to visit there just to get like spa treatment now. 
They're waiting on you hand and foot. <laughs> I mean, you're getting free chiropractic work in the middle of the night. There's an old lady who will, I definitely have to go on my birthday and hope that there that old go. lady's like, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Your gift is you're never going to leave. What? Oh, that is aggressive. Here's a slap on your leg. What? What? Yeah. No, was, was that, wait, was that it? Yeah. Don't you feel shaken to your core? Well, I mean, I, I guess it's a little disturbing, but I mean, I'm, I'm all yeah. right. Oh, there's another one. Oh, all right. I can say it's from my own experience. It is startling, but not like, you, you've, oh. been, you've been slapped on legs by ghosts? No, I've had, so we have a ghost in our house. Who, oh, you've buried the lead. Oh, he's, he's like brushed my leg and I was like, oh no, don't do that. I was Did like he... at home working like at the beginning of the pandemic and he like brushed like the calf part of my leg. And I was like, oh, oh no, thank oh, you. My. No, yeah. no. We don't do that here, sir. Thank you very much. That's... Yeah. He, he's pretty avoidant for the most part. Like he'll, like I'll hear him at night, like walking around downstairs. Oh, what a Occasionally. Asshole. Yeah. Sometimes the doors in the hallway where we have like a closet, sometimes those will like be pushed on. Oh. Which like anytime I'm in the bathroom and I hear like that being like moved, I'm like, uh Yeah. It's the only time I'm ever like really stirred by it is when I know my roommate like is at work and I know I'm alone. That would be fucked up. Yeah. That's and that's usually like when I hear it and I'm like, oh, oh, I don't like that. Yeah, you just kind of freeze and you're like, oh, I kind of want it to happen again so I can hear it clearly, but I also really don't want it to happen again. Well, like my bathroom door is like right by it. So I, I do hear it pretty Oh, clearly. okay. <laughs> does he ever wish you a happy birthday? No, he does not talk to me. So oh, I'm, well, I am okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> to be clear, he's he's not done anything like super weird. He will turn on the TV sometimes though. Or, like, we'll be watching it, and it'll just randomly, like, go to the home Oh, setting. yes. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess we're done with that show. And then he's sitting in the side trying to work the remote. He's like, how the fuck does this thing work? No, stop hitting home, old man. I don't... How, I, I grew well, up he, when he time is, when TVs were just old, buttons. So... Right. There have been a few times where, like, I've gone downstairs and the room is just, like, in the room, just, like, spinning in a circle. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm, wait, what was spinning? <laughs> the Roomba. Oh. Like, little robot <laughs> vacuum. Okay, okay. I'm not giving that to a ghost. That's just a Roomba doing its thing. I've That's... only seen it happen, like, two or three times where it's just, like, in the middle of the room, just, like, spinning in a circle, like, not doing anything. Yeah. It's, it's, like it's really weird. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Battery low. I mean, it's a very needy vacuum. Like, gets I've stuck heard... on stuff and then it like shrieks for an hour. It's like, beep, beep. Yeah. I've beep, heard beep. they can be very temperamental. Yeah. I will say my favorite thing I have seen is someone posting how they lost a Roomba like on vacation. <laughs> it's like <laughs> one for the house and like one out the front door. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> so I put like wanted posters up for it. Oh, that is precious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so like Which... while they were on vacation, vacation, their one from the home disappeared. 
Yeah, the the one like from the vacation home they were staying in, like an oh, Airbnb. Oh, you assholes! <laughs> Close the door. Oh man, it just it finally got its freedom. It's like this is all I want. I'm free. Yes, I'm going to clean the world. I can at least say is not something they have experienced at the Palmer House, but they have experienced some weird stuff, like as staff members. Oh, okay. Like they're so in the since they do have like the restaurant and pub a lot of the rolled silverware will then like be rearranged on tables oh yeah so like set it up for a table to like have people sit down and then like it'll be rearranged completely by the time they like come back with people yeah like oh okay the old the older like wait staff is like these don't go here they go over this way oh god somebody opened the door again the Roomba got out Damn it. Now they don't understand that it's not a pet. Yeah. They will have water in the sinks turn on and off, like when someone's not close to it, which is kind of weird. That seems like a plumbing issue. It could be. I I don't know if that's something that like just happens with plumbing. Yeah. Outside of like outside of like when you turn the water on and then like you turn it off. But then, yeah. like, you turn it back on and it, like, spurts out. Yeah. <laughs> which scares me so badly every time it happens. I will Even though, that. like, I know what's happening. Yeah, that gets me, too. Whenever that happens, I'm like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ, son of a bitch. I've, I've definitely screamed a few times. And my family finds it funny if they're there the, to witness it. <laughs> well, of course they do. <laughs> That's what families are for. I think my dad probably gets... The biggest kick out of it though we uh yeah. my, my i'm asking about I, these things yeah my, my brother and i only once ever really participated in uh april fools and we heard of this one bit that we thought would be hilarious and Ooh. it was uh it was um we taped down the handle on the spray nozzle on the sink so that when you yeah, it's funny <laughs> when you turn on the thing it sprays you and I don't remember exactly why. I think our mom had like, she already worked at the school for, you know, eight to 10 hours. And then she had to go and be a nurse at night. So we think she got home at like midnight or something, turned on the sink and she was not happy. And we thought it was hilarious. We come running out like, April fool. And I think that's the maddest I have ever seen her be. And I have <laughs> ever seen oh done any kind of prank. Cause I'm like, it, yeah. it's, it's fun to like think about but they're never like anyone who is being pranked it's never really a good time yeah yeah so I did text my dad asking about this sink and he's read it but has yet to respond oh <laughs> he said it depends on the faucet sensors some do and some don't oh wow okay okay wow. thank you dad inconclusive essentially <laughs> basically there's no way to know awesome good so we're just gonna go with no good to know we're gonna go with ghosts because that fits our plot line exactly uh stemware in like the bar and restaurant area will shoot out of like the hanging slots they have like you know where it's like underneath and you like slide it in those will like fly out holy shit which i'm like oh that's horrifying okay (laughs) 
And there's the typical like glasses and stuff will like fall on the floor and again, just annoying ghost shit. Like really now I yeah. gotta fucking sweep it's, that up. You kind of wonder like if the ghost is the cat because it's just like oh yeah also yeah. off the counter and you're like you see it move an inch, it gets closer to the edge, and you're like, no, no, don't you No. And you can feel the ghost One looking at you with this. Yep, yeah. No, don't you fucking goddamn ghost cat come on dude that would make sense to me where you know it's a ghost cat it just it's gonna fall off at some point yeah don't buy stuff you're gonna be super attached to just like buy something that's a little cheaper and looks nice yeah gonna replace it anyway get a little catnip sprinkle it on the bar when you're about to close down so it you know messes with that instead of all your glassware and exactly solve the problem it'll be just fine some of the floor lamps in the lobby will turn on and off on their own. That's fun. <laughs> there are a lot of disembodied voices that people hear. So as we've talked about the happy birthday, the other EVPs, just yeah. that kind of stuff. It happens. They're just having conversations with each other in the corner. Yeah. There have been experiences where a staff member will have someone be like hey like can you help me with this and they'll like follow someone upstairs and then they turn the corner and the person's not there oh shit yeah they just ran real fast down the hallway (laughs) i mean i don't know if you can like run that fast like out of the way (laughs) i certainly can't yeah but a young whippersnapper asshole could it's one of those things i'm like hmm I don't like that. <laughs> uh, one of the bartenders, this is like one of the best stories that I, I heard this one a few different times in a few different places. One of the bartenders had someone like come up to the bar and he's, you know, serving him a beer and he's like, hey, like, just so you know, since it's late, like, I'll give you a deal. The beer was like $2. Nice. And the man handed him a $10 bill. He's like, oh, like, I'm sorry, since it's late, I can't give you change. So you can either have five beers or I can give you change in the morning. So the man pulls out $1.25 in quarters and was like, you know, like, I'm in luck. The beer's on sale. Gives him $1.25 and like, I think he gives him the 10 still. (laughs) And then he'll leave and go upstairs and at the time, the bartender's like, okay, like he's a guest of the hotel. Like I was kind of worried because he had like a ghost scare earlier in the night. Yeah. And then when he talked to Kelly, he found out there wasn't anyone staying at the hotel with that description. <gasps> so he's like, bitch. oh. It was a ghost. Fuck me. Damn. Okay. It's a ghost. Ghost change. Which I, I feel like that's actually like kind of sweet that the ghost was like, keep the change, basically. And, and it's a ghost they could make money off of. Like, if he's bringing them, like, ghostly currency, that's like just extra money in their in their pocket. I don't think he comes regularly, though. Son of a bitch. I know. So they only got money the one time. They have had a different psychic visit the Palmer house. I think they actually hired her to come out and like visit the property. And she 
said that she saw about 40 different ghosts wandering the hotel. Holy crap. She said that every single one she encountered was friendly. So she's like, you know, don't have to worry about that. No. No one's malicious. Like everyone's just here to have a good time. And yes, the staff at the Palmer Hotel house says that all of the ghosts are taken care of. And the way the owner Kelly sees it is that they were there first. They're friendly. And as long as they can coexist with each other, she's never going to ask them to leave. So good. That's nice. Yeah. That is the conclusion of our story. Yay. What ends on a happy note, you know, other than the gruesome deaths and other than the questionable deaths, questionable and presumably rampant syphilis from the ghost whores. I mean, well, I feel like we can't, allegedly allegedly (laughs) oh my god so since i asked my dad about the thing he his response was your spirit dude can do that also i am told wow i have not experienced that so (laughs) is he hearing that from the you mean the faucet thing yeah 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 who's he been talking to I I I have not experienced him turn the sink on, so. Wow, maybe your dad's met him. I mean, my dad did put new uh, shower heads in the shower. <gasps> yeah, and the ghost really liked him, and he just starts turning them on and off. I don't know. Like, I don't think he was like ups. I don't think he was like doing anything at that time. Like, I think he just like kind of. That's the thing I don't quite understand about ghosts is that like sometimes they're there and sometimes they're just not. So I'm like, do they like visit other places or? I would love. It's just like, <laughs> just like you know. They're like, you know what? I'm going to just like go over here. Here I am. Look, we, we're all contractually obligated to haunt certain places. I have a tie here that that I'm not proud of. I once tripped over a dog and and hit my head on the coffee table. And so I'm I died here. I'm technically tied to it. But when when I'm not here, I'm in Cancun. You know, I've I've visited the moon. I've uh, I've been a moon ghost. And um Oh my god, do the astronauts visit the moon? Yeah, exactly. They go up there, they're what's wiggling the flag. <laughs> There, why the flag moves. We've solved it. We have solved it. With their light breaths of patriotism on the moon, they go, and they, yeah. And they're like, America. Fuck yeah, America. Exactly. Just very lightly, they're like, and then slowly a chorus of ghosts appear as they like just like once a month they do that they just get welled up with with american pride yeah it's always july it's always in july yeah and there's these kids what so proud we we hail then some like oh. opera singer comes in. Oh, fuck. Did I just forget oh, the words? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I was, he was an opera. He was Italian. That's what, so he was singing something that wasn't. It wasn't in English. It was Italian. Exactly. Or yeah. Latin. We don't know. Yeah, Latin. Um, 
whether you're skeptical or not, I think at least a visit to the Palmer house is always a good idea. Hell yeah. That sounds fucking awesome. I'd go check it out. And it's yeah. right over there. It's in Sox Center. It's not that far. Yeah. At least not for you. That's true. Well, yeah. And for me, it is. Sox but I mean, it's not like I don't go to Minnesota. I mean, come on. I'm there like once a year at least. Yeah, we'll have to go to Sox Center someday and just check it out. Yeah. Go to the Palmer house. And any wow. other haunted places I find in Minnesota, there, aka that, Grandma's Cemetery. Yeah, that made, number oh, one. Yeah. That actually made me sad though, because I lived in St. Paul for almost five years, and there is a uh, a really cool little um, uh, there 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 is like these kind of cliffs on the southern part of St. Paul, just across the Mississippi River, and yeah, uh, are there are these caves that were bored into them. And I don't remember if they were originally made for it, but at one point they were used for bootlegging. And Ooh. yeah, and supposedly they're haunted by these like 20s style gangsters. And oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And they used to do these um these like 20s era like midnight parties and like ghost hunt things in, in the fall. But they closed down recently, and I was just so sad because I never did it. I always wanted to. And I'm like, man, I should have gotten out and done more stuff while I was there. Well, I mean, you definitely have time to. Oh. They're closed. My dad said, saw it on the TV, so it must be true. <laughs> dad. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I mean, that is pretty much America's motto at this point. It was on my TV. It was on the Facebook. Yeah, it was on Facebook. So I got a I got a, a, a link from someone who I never met that lives across the sea. And they said that this is true. I mean, at least my dad is not that kind of person. But I never talked about that. But I don't know. Maybe he knows something I don't. I bet you he's had a lot of conversations with that ghost. I don't know. I still don't know the real name of our ghost i i call him dennis but i don't know if that's actually his name because he's a menace <laughs> no i oh. it just kind of came to me i was like i don't like the for like a year i'm like god like i wonder like what his name was and then just like what one day randomly i'm like i bet his name was dennis <laughs> and like that was that was just it not in association yeah. to dennis the menace in any way <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it, it seems is like a Dennis, Dennis to me. Well, that's fair. I had if a, his uh, name is not Dennis, like I'll, I'll of course feel awful. But if it is, well, if he would talk, he could correct you, but he won't. So you know, I wouldn't feel bad. He or he could wipe a message on a mirror after a shower. I could just look into who owned the property before my roommate, but I just have not done that. Oh my God. If you look into it and some dude named Dennis owned it, you have to tell us. Holy shit. Okay. Dennis well, Finkelmeyer. While I look this up, because I'm going to see if I can find it, do you want to put in any ratings for our food and drink today? Uh, yeah, I will give the, the, the Little Smokies a, a solid eight. Um... They are really great right off the bat, really fresh. Um, a human probably shouldn't eat as many as I ate because I made like all of them and I ate all of them. I don't think I'm going to need any more food tonight. 
um, and it is not sitting super great in my tum tum. So for the after effect, I'll take off a couple points, but I did think it was absolutely delicious. The, um, the drink I feel is not a solid hit for me, which is weird because I really do love grapefruit. I don't think I salted the rim of the glass very well, but honestly, I'm going to give it a five. I'm not a fan of vodka. And uh, as much as I do love grapefruit, I just don't think it was a very satisfying flavor. And I, I think with how salty the Little Smokies and bacon are, uh, I really didn't need another kind of hyper acidic, uh, salty rimmed drink to pair with it, I, but but that was my fault. I, I should have uh, I should have thought about the pairing in terms of saltiness versus sugary flavoring and stuff. But um, so yeah, I'd give the drink a five. The the pairing together, I'd say it's six. Okay, I would say I really liked my little smokies, and for me, I personally like bacon a little more on the crispy side. Mm, mm-hmm. So. I'd say I'd probably give it about like a nine. I did like that the recipe was like, make sure you cut the bacon so it's not just like layers yeah. upon layers of bacon and it like doesn't cook all the way through. Yeah. Because that's something that I personally am like not a huge fan of is like when you have bacon and it's layered so much that like it doesn't taste very good. Yeah. Like okay one other thing i have to admit i um i normally like my bacon a little rubbery i like it a little more undercooked uh for whatever reason i think it would have been better crispy i should have left it in for another like 10 maybe even 15 minutes because it was like i think the sausage is already like rubbery enough or whatever to kind of satisfy that sort of mouth feel, I guess. I, I think I should have crisped the bacon a, a little bit more, left it in just a little bit longer. I can understand that. Yeah. But otherwise, I mean, now I have grapefruit in the fridge and I'm going to drink more of that just straight because I do love grapefruit juice. And now I, it's, I, and I have to admit, I mean, the prep of the, of the, the sausages was insanely easy. I mean, it was so easy Yeah, for how good it was and how little effort it takes. It was, uh, Definitely something I'll look into again. Yeah. I I use one of these sparkling ice oh. drinks for the grapefruit. So it had like a little bit of like that almost kind of like sparkling water yeah. type thing to it. And it was good. Although at first I didn't have like the vodka drink ratio quite right. And I was like, oh, that is a little strong in like yeah. a not good way. Yeah, yeah. I did use I used Sky Vodka for mine, so you know, not like the greatest. <laughs> yeah. Not the greatest thing. I don't, I don't remember what mine was. But you know, it it works. So it's it's one of those things. I'm like, you know, like it's not like the worst drink. I'd say for me it was probably more like a six because I'm not a huge grapefruit person right right but it was pretty good well good yeah i enjoyed it another successful week i would say so were you looking something up i was looking up to see if i could find who owned the property first but i couldn't find it oh right i gotta do a little more digging into the dennis that's right yeah sorry i remember it yeah i remember next week and i will let you know 
And speaking of which, if you have any recommendations for us, you can email us at peculiarpairingspod at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us on the Twitters at peculiarpairpod, or at Instagrams at peculiarpairingspod. We're also on Patreon, but uh, we'll take your money. Yeah, do it. I mean, we will take any donations so that we can sponsor drinks for all of you. We will take (laughs) recommendations. When you sign up at our, I believe it is our second mid-range level, so not like our lowest level, which is just for like general support. Like you want to throw a few bucks our way. We're happy to have you. I want to say starting above that just because of costs and logistics, you will get like at least a free sticker from us, which is awesome. Like you sign up, you get a sticker, you get to be a part of this community that we are just dying for you all to join in. People are dying to get into Yeah, I was going to say, was that a ghost pun? That was a ghost pun. That was a John Ditter special if I have ever heard. <laughs> used to tell me that yeah. all the time. Good old you know grandpa why the cemetery right has a fence? Yeah. Why does oh it have a fence, God. Grandpa? Because people are dying to get in. No, I literally told that joke to somebody like a month ago, and I'm like, <laughs> it's still dumb and funny. It's a good uh, joke, and we'll tell you more bad puns on our community, and we'll yeah. read tweets. We'll, oh yeah, we need. We just to want it to be a place that's just fun for you all. So once we start getting people on there, yeah. we'll make good <laughs> things happen. We gotta have someone join us first because. You know, we got lives too. You got to make it sound like there's a lot of it. No, once you join everyone that's already there, (laughs) oh, then you'll be. I'll just cut this out. (laughs) (laughs) Just to cut it out. I can. No. I have the power. You have the power. I do have the power. It's too much power for one woman to to bear. Eh, I handle it pretty well. Join us next time, listeners. We'll see you every Thursday. Thanks for checking it out, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye.